0: Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I'm your host Danny, as always and today I'm going to do a little bit of a solo podcast and I'm going to talk about the topic of setting boundaries. So what do I mean when I talk about setting boundaries? What I mean is making it clear when people can contact you what people can expect from you and when when people can expect responses when people are able to contact you and when they can expect certain parts of your service if we're talking from a business perspective or when they can expect you to be present with them um, so This applies to anyone who works in a service-based industry or runs their own business, but also it applies in relationships and friendships, which is why I just spoke about, obviously, when I'm talking about setting boundaries... I'm referring to when people can expect certain parts of your service to be delivered when it's in a business from a business perspective, but in relationships and friendships that would translate to when people can expect you to be to be present, when people can expect you to be able to spend time with them, to talk to them, to develop your relationships. And when people can expect you to show them your your love and care and be there as a friend, essentially. So um, an example of a boundary that you might set from a business perspective is setting a time frame for when people can expect a check-in or a message response. This is something that is really important for any of you that are personal trainers or online coaches and run your own check-ins. It's so important to make it clear when people can expect a response from you and when they need to be checking in with you, when they need to be communicating with you. Otherwise, you can't get annoyed if someone if a client or if someone within your business steps over a boundary you have, if you haven't communicated that boundary. So setting boundaries is really important, but communicating those boundaries is just as important and making sure that they're they're laid out nice and clearly and that anyone you're working with, whether that be clients or whether it be someone working within your business, it's important to make sure that you outline what those boundaries are and then they've got somewhere that they can refer back to if they need to remind themselves of those boundaries. An example of that is I have a client pack for anyone that works with me and that client pack is saved to the app that we use, that they use, that my clients use and they can access it whenever and it's also been emailed over to most of them as well so they have that client pack that they can refer to and in that client pack it outlines how to check in with me it outlines when to check in with me it outlines when they can expect a response and it also outlines what my working hours are as well so communication is key and that applies for business it applies for work but it also applies to your personal relationships as well Honestly, yeah, definitely something that I've learned personally. Communication is an absolute game changer in any relationship in your life. Um, So yeah, you need to outline when people can expect a response, when people are able to contact you, when they can expect certain parts of your service to be delivered. And um, it's important to outline the hours in which you are not going to respond so make sure that they know when, when you're taking your downtime so that they aren't then offended if you don't reply during those hours as well. And I'm going to talk through some of the boundaries that I personally have in place. This doesn't mean that you should have all of these in place. It just might be some food for thought and might inspire some of you to set some of your own boundaries. They might be quite similar if you do a similar job to what I do or they might be a little bit different, and I'm just going to talk through some of the boundaries that I have in place now. So one of the things that I do, and I've now done this for a couple of years, is I have a work phone and a personal phone. I know that you can get like a dual SIM where you have two different numbers on the same phone, but that wouldn't work for me because if I had a dual SIM card and I had access to my work phone and my personal phone at the same time basically if I was to go out and I was to purposefully leave my work phone I can't purposefully leave my work phone at home if I was to take the phone out that had both sim cards in it and had both numbers in it and I had access to the messages that were coming through from a work perspective with my personality type I would want to check them if I had access to it I would want to check it so for me rather than having a dual sim it helps me to have the two separate phones so I can physically leave one phone at home or in a different area of my apartment if I want to focus on the task at hand so when I'm working my personal phone will be in a different area of the apartment on do not disturb so that I can focus and I'm not distracted you know it's all too tempting to have your personal phone there and get distracted by whatsapp messages or scrolling instagram we are constantly bombarded by information notifications so turn your notifications off at the bare minimum but if you can have two separate phones it will do you the world of good and it will help prevent that procrastination and it will help you really focus on the task at hand and get into a bit of a flow state with your work so yeah one thing that I do is I will put my personal phone in a different area of the apartment when I am working so that I can really focus and then on the flip side of that when I'm at a social occasion so for example when it comes to Christmas day um on Friday night when I went out with Lydia I would leave my work phone at home so that I do not have Literally, I have to stop myself from having access to it to stop myself from working. So I will leave my work phone at home when I'm at these social occasions so that I can really be present, fully enjoy and reap the benefits of that downtime enjoy the company that I'm in, and enjoy being in the moment. Because like I said, if I take my, I have to physically leave my work phone at home to stop myself from going on it. So having two separate phones is a bit of a game changer for me. And it it really helps me keep my boundaries in place. Because another thing is if you put boundaries in place, but then you break them. Like if you have, for example, if you say to your clients, I'm not going to reply on a Sunday. This is my time off. But then you receive messages on a Sunday and you reply to them anyway. You're breaking your own boundaries and you're just going to show the people that you're working with that your boundaries aren't strong and that they can, they can push them, they can break them. And you're, it's also going to Decrease your likelihood of sticking to them in your own head, because you've just got into this routine of breaking your own boundaries, which is never good. You need to keep the promises you make to yourself. So if you set boundaries, it's really important that you actually adhere to them and you don't just break them. Um, and this is something that it takes time to like reinforce. It's not gonna be easy when you first set your boundaries but you need to be strict with them and breaking them is not going to do you or the people you're working with any good. Because if you set boundaries and then break them, these people are just going to be like, well, she's replying anyway. So I'm just going to continue to message her on the Sunday. Do you know what I mean? So just an example of how you really need to be strict with them. Another example of a boundary that I have in place is that when I am working, I won't answer phone calls unless they are urgent because I find it really distracts me if I'm to answer a phone call like in the middle of the day. And obviously I have the two phones, so I don't see phone calls on my personal phone anyway. But sometimes I'll get random calls on my work phone. You know what it's like. Everyone seems to get your number these days god knows where from whether it's a website i get random phone calls all the time but i just don't answer them during my working hours to be honest i don't answer most phone calls (laughs) unless it's someone that i know like if it just says a number i generally usually won't answer the phone call, but um, it's just a strict rule that I have whilst I am working, I won't ever answer phone calls because it just takes your focus away from your work when you want to get in that flow state. I also have my business hours set on WhatsApp. So what this means For those of you who don't know i have my clients on whatsapp so they check in with me via whatsapp voice note and they do have my whatsapp number if they need me Um, but i do set my business hours on there so what that means is they can see those hours they can see what my working hours are and when i'm likely to respond even when they just go to message me on whatsapp and it also means that outside of my working hours what will happen is if anyone messages me they will get an automatic response which just explains that if they are messaging me late in the evening or at the weekend then I will likely respond the next day. So when it comes to a Monday if it's weekend or if it's in the evening I will respond the next morning as opposed to on that night. So the WhatsApp business hours are really useful if you do have your clients on WhatsApp, I would at least recommend setting your business hours and you can set up a little bit of an automated response for if anyone does message you outside of those hours and that's really useful. Um, And mine's really lovely, it just explains that I'm just going to get back to them the next day. Um, And that's just reinforcing my boundaries essentially. And then obviously the other option is to have a messaging system outside of WhatsApp. So maybe you'll have an app such as trainerize, which is what I use now. Maybe you'll use true coach um, and you could just have the boundary set that you will just reply on there within maybe 24 or 48 hours, depending on how you run your business. Um. Another thing that I do is in my client pack, like I mentioned earlier, I do outline when a client can expect a check and response and when they can expect a response to messages in terms of how likely that's going to be, um, just so that they're clear on that and they they know when to expect a response from me. And um, I also take time away from responding over the weekend and during evenings. So I will still work during these hours uh, more often than not. For example, it's a Sunday today and I'm recording a podcast. This is part of my work. But what I do is I make a conscious decision to take time away from being in a responsive state Those of you who are personal trainers and online coaches will know that a lot of our time working is spent being responsive to things. And I think one thing I've noticed massively personally since I've made a conscious effort to take time away from being in that responsive state where you're constantly just replying or like feeding back off of information that's coming in looking at social media responding to posts responding to messages taking time away from that it really really spurs on my creativity and that time away from being responsive is when I have my best ideas for podcasts for Instagram posts um which are essentially a really important part of our our work at the end of the day. If we work online, um, it's when I have my best ideas for the business. Um, When I decided to switch everyone over to Trainerize, for example, and when I finally decided that I had the clarity to move away from coaching competitors, that was after spending time in Dubai away from work. I honestly, my brain was on overdrive I was having ideas every day the notes app in my phone was used so much just for content ideas business ideas the direction I wanted to go with my business I just gained so much clarity and my creative juices were really flowing due to me having that time away from being in that responsive state all the time so What I'm trying to say is that time where you're not just in that responsive state is so valuable and it will really, really help you progress from a business perspective and as a coach and a fitness professional, if that's your career or in whatever other business you're in, to be honest, like if you own your own business, that time to yourself to allow your brain the space to come up, come up with your best ideas um, is essential essential for growth. So make sure that you are taking that time. Um, and like I said, I'll still do bits of work during those days. So over weekends, I'll take time away from responding to clients, but I'm still working. I'm still doing a podcast, but it's important to have the time away from being responsive in my opinion. Um, and then I will take some downtime where I can with friends and family, um, where possible. So yeah, just a little bit on taking time away from from being responsive. And another part of that is, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, social media. And one thing that I've been doing recently is during my mornings, I will spend as long as possible off of social media. Um, and that's something that's a game changer because it just allows me those first few hours of the day to get into a really productive state with work and really focus on on the essential tasks that i've got to do before i start responding to other people um on like social media which aren't my clients do you know what i mean so i try and take as long as i can away from social media in the morning and that helps massively um, and i just feel so much better for that so if you haven't tried that at least give it a go and I recommend that most people limit their screen time on their phone as well just because I think it's good to spend time being present in reality as opposed to constantly living through our phones so that's something I'm a massive advocate of and if you look at your screen time on your phone you might get a bit of a nasty surprise and what you can do is you can either go cold turkey and take a little bit of time away from social media completely or you can just limit your screen time to be say an hour below what it actually is and then taper it down gradually rather than going cold turkey but I think it's beneficial for a lot of people to reduce their screen time from what it is and if you can spend time away from screens in the evening it will help with your sleep quality as well so that's something to bear in mind and we all know that sleep's a game changer it will have a massive impact on how you feel, how you perform, how you recover, your body composition, your productivity. It is just a game changer. So sleep, we want to make sure it's as good as we possibly can. I also have a boundary of doing training video feedback on a Tuesday each week. So I have Tuesdays as my training video feedback day. My clients know that they can expect training video feedback on a Tuesday. So they will send their training videos over to me as and when they get them throughout the week, but they know that they can expect a response on a Tuesday rather than me doing them in drips and drabs throughout the week. And what this does, as well as it giving them that expectation and then they know when they can expect a response again it's setting those boundaries but it also allows me again to focus on the task at hand so i know that i'm doing all of my training video feedback on a tuesday that is my task so that is what i sit down and focus on and it means that during the rest of the week whilst i'm doing check-ins or creating content i'm not distracted by training videos coming in and Taking my focus away from the task and having that on my mind, like, oh, I need to get back to these training videos that are coming in whilst I'm doing the rest of my work. So it doesn't, it's not as distracting because I know if training videos come through that I'm just getting back to them on a Tuesday. So that serves a, a really useful purpose, but from those two perspectives, really. And I also do my admin in terms of my financial admin on Tuesday as well. So again, that stops me from thinking about that throughout the rest of the week when i'm sh- when i should be focused on other tasks like um programming and check-ins and things like that it stops me being distracted from those or having that constantly on my mind because I know when it comes to a Tuesday I'm going to be going through my finances so that's what I will do on a Tuesday and that is my task for that day um, and that's been again another game changer and it also helps me because I feel like I have more peace of mind because I know where I'm at financially and I'm staying on top of my accounts which I didn't used to the first time I got an accountant, I went to do my tax return myself and had a massive tax bill. Had a complete mental breakdown and rang my mom like I don't know what to do. And she basically told me to go and see her old accountant. So I went to see him and he basically saved me quite a bit of money. And he's been doing my accounts ever since. If you haven't got an accountant and your you're in your business go and get one because it will make your life so much easier. And now since that happened, I do stay on top of my accounts just so I know where I'm at. And again, it's a game changer because it means when it comes to the time of the year where your tax is due, you don't have a complete mental breakdown and you don't feel like you've got to spend a week solid going through your accounts because you don't know where you're at. So if you run your own business, get an accountant and stay on top of your accounts because it is an absolute game changer. I also another thing I do and I'm very strict with is I don't talk about my own personal life during work during my client check-ins my clients will often ask me how I am I'm not being rude when I don't respond to that question but I don't that I'm not working to talk about myself like that's not my time it's their time it's not mine so I won't talk about my own personal life at the most I'll say yeah I'm good or oh, i'm fine like i won't go into my own personal life and well-being with them in their check-ins because it's just not appropriate in my opinion that's their time not mine i do share obviously um more of my own personal life on social media and on youtube and in the podcast but during their check-ins it's just in my opinion not appropriate to go into that so i won't generally talk about myself during client check-ins um And if they ever ask, I'll send them a separate voice note, um, if and when appropriate. But very rarely I will ever talk about myself with my clients, unless they were sort of friends beforehand and we have our separate conversations. Um, I also often, this is a boundary that I have for myself, I won't usually go out and drink alcohol more than once in a weekend. And the reason for this is that... I know when I overdo it with alcohol, I feel more anxious, less productive, and I still get things done, but not to my true potential. So I know, for example, that if I go out and drink on a Friday, I will have the Saturday to recover, and by Sunday, I will be fine. So I don't feel like I've wasted my whole entire weekend. Um, But if I was to go out on Friday and Saturday, or friday and sunday or whatever i know that it would really eat into my my work time over the week so i generally have a boundary of my to myself that i just if i'm gonna go out and drink i will only really drink once if i have more than one social occasion in a weekend i'll still go but i just won't drink on one of them and i'll drink on, on one as a sort of middle ground because i do enjoy the odd I don't drink often but I do enjoy the odd drink with friends and or family every now and again um but I just have that boundary in place that I don't overdo it because I know that if I overdo it or I do it too frequently, it will eat into my productivity during my work time. And I won't feel like I've hit reset over the weekend either. And I won't feel really ready to go into the next week and hit the ground running. So there are a few examples of the boundaries that I have in place. Hopefully it will help give you a little bit of inspiration for your own boundaries. Like I said, it's not to say that everyone should have the same boundaries as me. You've got to find out what works for you as an individual and what you need, depending on what your priorities are, depending on what you're working on at the moment, depending on what your job looks like, what your business looks like, what industry you're in. And um, you can set those boundaries specifically for yourself, but hopefully that gives you a little bit of food for thought there and some sort of Hopefully it will help you realize how important it is to have your boundaries in place and to, to, com- to communicate those clearly as well. So let me know if you have any questions. Please let me know if this podcast helped you. Please share it on your Instagram story. It genuinely means the world when you do. And please do like, subscribe and leave a comment down below if you do enjoy the content on the Female Fitness Podcast. I don't earn money from doing this podcast. I do it for you guys, I do it to help you. So your support genuinely means the world and enables me to reach more people and that's what I value. So please do like, subscribe, comment below, share it with your friends, post it on your Instagram story, it means the world. My Instagram is Danny Boswith and I also have an account called The Female Fitness Podcast where I share the podcasts that go up each week as well. I upload every single Monday morning at 6am so keep your eyes peeled and please let me know if you have any questions. I'm always happy to chat with you guys in my direct messages so reach out and let me know what you think to the content on the podcast. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will speak to you soon.